All right, here we go. We're starting without music again. You've reached the Shays Lounge. This is Cricket. And Vaughn. And Vaughn has shaved today. Well, not fully. Just not, yeah, not not like fully shaved, but like... It's not down to here anymore. Yeah, his beard was... His goatee was, was super, super long, and now it's not long anymore. And it, it was weird, because like when we were at the store earlier today, um, whenever I put my mask on, you know, it always kind of just like... It fans out at the bottom. <laughs> it comes out from under the mask. Yeah. And so I always like pull it in together so it's like not just fanned out and looking funny. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, uh, was it Whole Foods Market? Yeah, Whole Foods or Walmart or one of the two. I don't but know I reached it. down to straighten it up and it, like it wasn't there. So it kind of it's going to take a little bit of getting used to, but <laughs> well, it'll be yeah. all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> uh, so what are we going to talk about today? We've tried topics on our podcast before, and topics have not really worked. We've kind of done a free-form kind of podcast. We so, already know that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So, But you have, like, a list of things you wanted to talk about. So do you. I do have a list. I'd like to talk... <laughs> the first thing I'd like to talk about is what happened last night. <laughs> oh. Okay. I like, so which time? So let's back up a little bit. So this is moving weekend. My final move to Arkansas. No more going back to Texas. I'm here with the family, finally. And and he's here. We got all the stuff from the house in Lufkin, brought it up here, and we're fully moved in. Fully moved in. Except for the pictures on the wall, which are going up shortly after yes. we do this. So, but we were unpacking last night, and I found something in a box. <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a laser, like a like a cat toy, you know, like it was a little cylinder about that about that big. And uh, for those of you uh, that are not watching the, the live, it was I don't know about maybe five inches long, little <laughs> silver cylinder. And I well, thought, don't ask me to measure it. You know, guys can't measure, right? Guys can't measure for shit. But anyway, especially for measuring in inches. <laughs> but I was looking at this little cylinder, and I was like, "Oh, is this a laser? Is this something that you know, like a dog toy, cat toy, something like that?" But but the, the it had a cap on it, and the little cap came back. And I was like, "Well, this is weird. Maybe it's a lighter." And so I was looking at it. Maybe it's a lighter. Oh, it's got a little thing you can push. So I pushed it. And I always said like. Like I was telling her, there's two things that after you hear something bad is going to happen. One is hold my beer. Mm-hmm. And the other one's the one that you did, which was... What's this? What's this? And then I hit the little button and it went... <laughs> and it hit my shirt and I went, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I amazed myself. It was pepper spray. I pepper sprayed myself on my shirt I pepper sprayed the apartment, and it just kept, like, the the pepper just kept getting more and, and more, more and more and more. And every time you'd go over into that area of the apartment, it would stir it up a little bit more, and it just kind of traveled, and the fans were on in the apartment, and it was just, it, it permeated. We, we ended up having to open the patio door and leaving Stand it outside open. for a while. I mean, we oh, were like awful. We were sneezing coughing, and coughing. Sneezing, snotting. I mean, it was... <laughs> The whole thing. I mean, we got it all. It was horrible. So, you, long story short, I don't recommend pepper spraying yourself in a small apartment. It's not, not good. Even the dog was walking around going, <laughs> sneezing. It was, it was tearing him up. The dog was giving me dirty looks. It was terrible. Um, and everybody else was giving me dirty looks. Our youngest son kept rubbing salt into the wound just as much as he possibly could. He kept mentioning how awful it was and how much he wished that I hadn't done that. 
and how terrible of a thing it was that I had done it. And it was, yeah, he just, he was a little asshole last night is what he was. Yeah, I eventually had to tell him, okay, let, let, we beat up mom enough about it. I mean, it was an accident. She tried zero, to kill us all. Zero out of ten stars would, would not, not do, recommend. Yeah, do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. Um, so, yeah, so I pepper sprayed the apartment. But it, but it's better now. It, yeah. It's gone away. Luckily, when she hit the button, it was pointed at her shirt mm-hmm. and not her face. So I was able to... Now, you um, did get it on your hands, and you were right. You rubbed your yeah, nose. Yeah, I rubbed my nose, and so, like, my whole face started... Yeah, it was bad. My whole face started tingling and, and itching and hurting. And pepper spray is not fun. Don't pepper spray yourself. It's a bad it's a bad time. Not the first time I've been pepper sprayed. Yeah, tell them about the other times you've been pepper sprayed. Oh, that's when I worked at the prison. Yeah, and that was like hard. That was like bear spray. Yeah, that's like hardcore shit that they use there. Yeah. So describe what you were describing to our son last night about what that kind of pepper spray is like. Which, what do you mean? Like when you get pepper sprayed and you were in this big room and oh well yeah well because at the prison the stuff that we use there is a lot stronger than what you can just go out and buy because um, you know we're not allowed to have any other weapons mm-hmm. at a prison you know all we can have is that mm-hmm. is that spray and a lot of the stuff that you go out and buy like what she used was probably like a might have been a, like a two hundred thousand. Uh, what's the word? Uh, Schofield. Schofield unit. Schofield yeah. units. But the stuff that we had, like I can remember we got some stuff not long before I left there. It was called Tiger Punch. Mm-hmm. And it was like right at, it was either a million or over a million Schofield. And we were in this huge, like, almost like a size of like a banquet hall. It was a big, massive room. And one of the, the guys in our training class was all the way in the very front. And he just sprayed it real quick, just a quick little shh, like that, and it hit orange all over the ceiling, up up above the guys in the front of the room. And me in the back, one of my my roommate was sitting all the way in the very front, and I was like, uh, "Okay, that, that had to been fake. Mm-hmm. He had to been messing with us because nobody's leaving yet." And then <laughs> he turned around, and he was eyes were watering, he was snotting already, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, shit. And next thing you know, he had to get up and run out. I mean, like, and it cleared the entire room. That stuff is so god-awful. But they, they do that because prison guards aren't allowed to carry weapons. Right. And so pepper spray is your only defense against anything that might happen in a prison. It's it's your way of, like, getting people out of the situation. Yeah. Now, they did have one inmate there that the pepper spray did not bother him mm-hmm. at all. Can you imagine being that guy? I mean, some people, it, it just doesn't affect. Like, when I was going through the academy, we had one guy that the spray stuff hurt him, mm-hmm. but, like, the fog stuff didn't. Like, the stalk, the fog that we had to go through mm-hmm. didn't bother him in the slightest. But this, we had an inmate that the, the spray didn't, and I'll go on record saying this, I was not involved in this, but it did happen. There were some other, like, asshole people that worked up there. Mm-hmm. And if there was a rather troublesome inmate, mm-hmm. but not to the point where he had to be in a cell by himself, before they would put him in a cell by himself, they would do some inmate switches. Mm-hmm. And they would put this guy 
Now, this guy was in on it, obviously, because he was a dick, too. Mm-hmm. They had put him in a cell with these other guys. And then once he got in there, he would start causing trouble. Mm-hmm. And we'd go, and they'd go up and say, all right, you need to get out of the cell. And he's like, screw you. I'm not putting on handcuffs. I'm not coming out. I'm not doing I'm not doing anything. And he would keep on and come on. And then we'd go up and threaten him. All right, if you don't do it, we're going to, we're going to spray you. And then we're going to come in and get you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bring it on. I don't care. Spray me. Of course, his inmate, the one that we're, that they're really after, he's over there going, oh, let me out. <laughs> And he says, well, we can't open the door unless he puts the cuffs on. And he's like, man, you need to put your damn cuffs on. And he's like, fuck them, I ain't doing it. And then, of course, we'd spray him. He'd act like it was bothering him. And, of course, the guy that's in the cell with him is like about to freaking die. Because that whole freaking cell is orange. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You guys are just uh, the living embodiment of the Stanford experiment. Experiment is being mean to people. I wasn't mean to him. I mean, that's why I... No, I, well, see, that, that's why you I, got I, along with so yeah, many people I got along there, with them because... You didn't I, treat them badly. And I, they actually told me that. They said, you don't treat us like we're dogs. And that's why... And I had several of them even tell me, you know, if there's ever something bad that goes down here, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah. You'll be safe. Because you actually treated them like humans. Yeah. Because they're humans. I mean, like, I got in trouble down when I was working in solitary because one of my inmates that was on one of the wings that I normally worked in mm-hmm. was a close custody wing. Mm-hmm. And after we'd get through feeding everybody, we'd always bring him out because he was in close custody because he wouldn't do something. And so if he wouldn't go work or whatever, they, they were, had to go to medium or close custody. Well, he was in there, and we'd always bring him out. He'd help us clean and everything like that. Well, he was down in solitary. And I said, hey, why are you down here? And him and another inmate had gotten in a fight. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was in solitary for a few days. Well, I had just had, like, surgery on my toe. And so I didn't walk around a whole lot. And after we had Chow, <laughs> I let him out to clean. <laughs> and he was just going around doing his thing. He knew what to do. He knew what I expected of him. He was around cleaning. Hey, Shay, how's it going? And then my sergeant came down. <laughs> he was like, what the hell is Boston doing out of his cell? I'm like, he's cleaning. This is solitary. He's in solitary for a reason. He should be. I said, he's been out for like two hours cleaning. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's okay. He's fine. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway. Let me make sure this is still recording. Hang on. Oh, you let the phone go dead. I let the phone go dead. Hang on. I think it's still recording though. Hit okay. I I have to hit okay. Okay, Yeah, it's still still going. (laughs) You got to keep an eye on that. Yeah. So sorry about that. If there was any interruption there on the podcast part of it. Um, <laughs> so can we talk about Lauren, is it Bear or Bobert? I've heard it pronounced both ways. I always thought it was pronounced dipshit. Well, she is definitely a dipshit. Um, she wants to impeach Trump. And not, no, she does not want to impeach. She wants to impeach Biden. No, she does not want to impeach Biden. Well, she put out a press release saying that she wants wanted to, to impeach, him. impeach Biden. <laughs> and she... <laughs> She wants to try to remove Biden from office, but she took a lot of shit because she misspelled impeach. Yes. She, she left, left the, out P, the P out. She left the P out of impeach, so she wants to impeach Biden. And, um, yeah, so... Oh, hi. Thank you. Thank you for the likes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, is impeaching a thing? Is that, I, I don't is know. That I'm not really now? sure what impeaching is, but... <laughs> but Lauren Bobert Bober wants to do that to um, President Biden. Well, the little gremlin-looking ladies already did her, introduced her articles of, of impeachment, too. 
Um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yeah. Yeah, they they both, I mean, they're not going to go anywhere. And here's the thing, even if it did go somewhere, and even if the Republicans did control Congress, and even if they were successful in impeaching Biden, and even if they were successful in getting him removed in the Senate, um, Kamala Harris would just take over and then appoint a new vice president and they wouldn't have accomplished anything. Yeah, I know, because they were all like, well, we'll just impeach them both and get somebody that we want in there. It's like, well, you can't do that at the same time. Yeah, you can't impeach them at the same time. You you have to do one and then the other, and the well, thing see, is they, they well, can... They ought to get it to where they do that and then do exactly what they were all saying Trump was going to do. Where they just, let her Let him get impeached. Right. And he gets removed. Right. She becomes president, uh-huh. names Biden as her vice president, uh-huh. and then steps down. He becomes president and then names her as vice president. Right. <laughs> and what is it? Watch their heads explode. Yeah, because that that was that was the whole thing that Trump was going to do. He was he was going to get removed by the Senate, and then um, he, then Pence was going to appoint him the vice president, and then step down. And it was it was a whole big conspiracy thing. But um, but yeah, the people people are stupid. I don't. Yeah, people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren Boebert is their king. Oh, but Marjorie Taylor Greene has been using memes in Congress. Yeah, you were telling me about that earlier, but I didn't okay, have a so, chance to go see any of that. So she had the um, the the Scooby Doo meme where you see um, Fred is like, "Let's see who this is," and he pulls the the mask off to to find out who it is. Um, well, the mask over the front panel or the top panel was uh, labeled Green New Deal, and then according to Marjorie Taylor Greene, when you pulled the mask off the Green New Deal. It showed China, and she had a hammer and a sickle and a star, and that was the symbol for China, right? Problem is, that's not China's symbol. That's the symbol for the old Soviet party, the USSR, that doesn't exist anymore. That's what I thought. Yeah, so she's using the the the, the symbol for China is a half is a, is a crescent moon with stars next to it. It's not a hammer and sickle. Now, the People's Communist Party of China is a hammer and sickle. But it doesn't have a star, and it doesn't look like the hammer and sickle she used. The one that she used was straight out of the USSR, Soviet Union. Um, we are not in a Cold War anymore. So she just... She's a dumbass. She reminded everybody how stupid she is. Yes, she's a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> but well, since we're still on politics, um, <laughs> how much money did they did the Republicans spend in Arizona just to find out that Biden won by like 361 votes more than what he actually won by? Um, several <laughs> million bajillion dollars. Because didn't Biden gain like 100 votes? He gained 90 votes and Trump lost, lost 200, 200 and something. So it was a total of uh, over 300, 300 votes. Around 350 votes. That Biden gained in this recount by the cyber ninjas. It was the cyber ninjas who came in there and did it. Who spent months and months and all that money just to... Just to prove that Biden won that much harder. <laughs> and I made a meme out of it. You know the meme where... Um, Pam. Where Yeah, it's Pam and Michael from The Office. And, and uh, Pam is like, stop dating my mother. And Michael says, you know what? I'm going to date, date her, her even harder. harder. Well, I turned that into a meme where Pam is like, stop losing the election. And then Trump turns around and goes, you no, know stop what? losing the recount. Stop, do, stop losing the recount. And Trump says, I'm going to lose, you lose it, it even, even harder. harder. <laughs> and that's what he keeps doing. How many losses is this in a row? Like 60? I don't know. I know. Okay, so he lost the recount three times in Georgia. 
or he, he, he lost the original election of two, uh, is it two recounts in Georgia? So he lost three times in Georgia. Uh, he lost he twice lost in Wisconsin. He lost the actual count in Georgia. He lost the automatic recount in Georgia because mm-hmm. it was so close. And then they paid for another recount that they lost again. Right, so he's and lost three times. And each time they recounted, Biden gained more votes. Biden gained more. And then he lost in, was it, it, it was either Michigan or Wisconsin, I can't remember which. And then he lost again in Pennsylvania. And then he's lost like three times in Arizona now. So at what point are these guys going to say, okay, we've lost enough times that we, we realize we've lost and we just can't let it go any further. But then again, that bleeds into their cognitive dissonance of thinking that everybody's out to get them and so like i don't i don't understand how the type of mental gymnastics that are involved in convincing yourself you've won when you have so clearly lost if you're still talking about trump he's not i don't think he's ever been convinced that he won it's It's a a grift it's just so people keep sending him money yeah, well, yeah, he's made more money since he got kicked out than he ever made while he was in office, and than he ever made while before he got in office. That's, I don't. That's why I don't think he's actually going to run for president again. I, I'm, well, put, like I'm putting money saying, down now. I don't like, think he's going to run for president. I was hearing things says that he's not going to run again unless they are a hundred percent sure that he's going to win. And because they they can't afford for him to lose again. They can't afford for him to lose again, and. Every horse that he has, well, just about every horse that he's backed in local and state elections has lost. Yeah. So I, I, what I don't understand is why they view him as this kingmaker because he's not good at it. Well, he was at first. He was at first. The kingmaker. Yeah. But, but. The but everybody, keeps... everybody's tired of the same old shit from out of him. Like every time, because like even they were interviewing that one guy at the, uh, um, at one of those rallies. He's like, yeah, it was just the same old stuff. I thought they were going to tell us something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was losing. Yeah, Trump is losing. Well, somebody already answered him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, Yost chat just told me. That's that's me with the uh, weird profile picture of just a glowing eyed. Um, oh, okay. Hedgehog. That's me. <laughs> That's JP. He's over there. He's he's involved in in the in the live. Oh, and that that reflection that you're seeing that's the TV on because we're trying to get ambient lighting in here because if I turn on the actual light that's up above us, it reflects on that picture right there and it looks really bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so um, really bright. It, yeah, it, it it's not a good it's not a good look. So we're trying ambient lighting, but the TV is just flashing. So, you know, I apologize for that. Is there a reason we hung it up that way? Is the arrow supposed to point that direction? Because that's where the hooks were. They're not. There's no hooks on the bottom of that, so you can't flip it over. You can. You can actually hang it where the okay. arrow points up, but you can't hang it the other way without putting more anchors oh, okay. on it. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. We've got a lot of picture hanging that we've got to do today, though. Yes, we do. Could put a fireplace on the TV. I yeah, that's true. Oh, we could do that. We. Or I wonder if I could pause it or something, and so it would be um, so the lighting wouldn't be moving around. We could put a fireplace on the TV to stay warm. <laughs> I have a blanket on, so I am very warm. Thank you. I appreciate the concern, though. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh, something I want to know. Speaking of Trump, because you know he came around in 2015, 16. 
So going back to 2016, I want to know what happened to the clowns. Do you remember? There were like instances. There were well, like clowns were showing instances, up. Yeah, clowns with knives chasing people just randomly, and nobody knows who they are. And then they just disappeared as quickly as they came out. Nobody knows where they came from. Nobody knows where they went. I need to know about the clowns because this is a very severe phobia of mine. I don't like clowns. I, I'm very severe. I'm sure whenever you go out in the middle of the night to walk the dogs, they're in the bushes. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> you can. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You can, you can, you can, you you can kiss my ass and you can fuck off, okay? We're not talking about clowns that are going to eat me while I am out walking dogs. That's not cool. <laughs> because if a clown eats me, then an alligator is going to eat you, okay? I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. There's alligators out in the parking lot waiting for you to walk the dogs. Oh, there's not enough water out there. We all have our, oh, alligators don't need water. But they're going to be around a water source. There's a lake around here somewhere. But they're going to be near the water. Sharknado is going to get you. <laughs> Sharks are not going to get my ass. <laughs> no, sir. Something's going to get you. How dare you invoke my phobia of clowns? That's cool. About <laughs> the water, though. Ugh. We were watching something, and I didn't realize that your phobia went that deep. I really didn't. I've, I've realized that here recently, that your phobia is that deep. It's like we'll I, be... I watched Deep Blue Sea one time. And I watched it on, I didn't watch it at the theaters, obviously, but I know like when I watched it the first time, mm -hmm. I had to like turn it off, pause it every now and then to like try to catch my breath. Well, we watched the Meg in theaters. Yeah, that's Jason Statham. And you are you, and, and, it's, and it's obvious like that. You're like, okay, well, I know he's going to make it. I know she's going to make it. But Deep Blue Sea, you didn't know who was going to make it. Well, I, I thought Samuel Jackson was going to make it for sure because he don't die. And then when he died, I was like, no, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching the rest of it for I didn't I didn't finish that movie for a while. So I was like, at that point, I don't know. LL Cool J was in that one, right? Yeah. He's, he, he's he doesn't only, die. He, he doesn't die. And if they had killed him off too, I'd have found the producers and I wrote I would have wrote them a very sternly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> Dear sir or madam. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> You can kindly fuck off. Thank you. Have a nice day, Vaughn. Right. Because <laughs> um, I don't do underwater shit at all. No, you don't do underwater shit. And, and I, like I said, I didn't realize that that went so deep with you. But no pun intended. But, yeah. I didn't realize you had a phobia that was that severe. Which, yeah. which makes me feel bad for encouraging you to get out in the water in Jamaica. But also shows me how brave you are. Because you actually got out in the water in Jamaica, and oh, you even, were you were willing to go you were willing to go snorkeling with me. Yeah, that even like, cause like, I, yeah, I missed out on a once in a lifetime opportunity when we were in Jamaica with that iridescent water, mm -hmm. and you were like begging me to get in the water with you, and I'm like, it's nighttime, that's ocean water, fuck you, <laughs> I'm not getting in that water. And then you know, everybody was in there just moving around. I'm like, yeah, it looks great. But I was like, nope. I was thinking about that the other day because I it, what was really cool is down in Jamaica, they take you into this um, little cove. It's, a, it's this little cove, but the water has this, um, it's not bacteria. It's, it's like a, a it's, a, it's an stuff. amoeba or plankton or something that when you, when you agitate it, it glows blue. There's only like it's phosphorescent. There's only like three places in the, world, places that in the it, world that do it, and that's supposed to be the the brightest one. Yeah. 
So, like, when we were going through this water in the boat, the propeller was just churning up all this blue blue light. It was just yeah. the coolest thing. And I've got pictures, because I jumped into the water, and it's dead, pitch black, dark, right? And the water's cold, and I jumped in and started swimming around, and as you're moving your arms, you're agitating it, and I looked like I had this blue halo around me. It was so cool, and the pictures are so awesome. But Vaughn was not going to be caught dead in that water. He got me. Yeah, he actually. Yeah, but go ahead. I'll, I'll mention that little comment he just made. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the coolest thing. But again, I like nobody realized that Vaughn was like actively fighting off phobias. I didn't even want to look at the people in the water because I just knew at any moment somebody was going to go <gasps> and get dragged under, <laughs> and I and I would kick the dude off the boat and I would just take off. Screw y'all. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> well, well, we know that Vaughn has already made his decision that he would leave me behind in a zombie apocalypse. He would leave me behind to die if we were ever in the water together. If there's ever, ever a crocodile or an alligator after us, I'm fish food. So, we, we know it's fine. If, if a bear comes after us, Vaughn's going to kick me in the leg and run. We know this. Eh, maybe not. I don't see you fighting a bear. I'm sorry. I didn't say I'd fight the bear. <laughs> you'd, you'd kick me in the knee and you'd run. We, we know this. It's okay. But that comment he made got me to go diving on Armada. Mm-hmm. It's that zombies game and that one of them, you know, there's different little intels and stuff that you can pick up. Mm-hmm. And he laughed at me. He said, there's one you're not ever going to get. And I went, it's underneath the water and on that boat that's turned over. And he said, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I ain't getting that one. Well, but he finally took me over there to it, showed me where it was. And I was like, dude, if you do it, you got to go with me. What, <laughs> and what I made I, him dive under the water with me to go get it. And then, and I almost didn't do it anyway because mm-hmm. he told me when he went and did it, he got stuck under there and couldn't get out and then his character drowned. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I don't need that intel that bad then. I'll just give you my login information. You can log as me, and you can go do it for me. Well, see, I, I until you told me that story, that's when it sunk in how deep your phobia goes. Because you won't even go under the water with a fake character that has no bearing on whether or not you're, you're going to be safe. Like, you oh, won't even do that. It's like the, the ships have ladders, mm-hmm. and they have rappel ropes. Mm-hmm. The rappel ropes, you can only get on the rappel rope if you're actually in the water. Mm-hmm. But the the rope the, the rope ladders you can jump from the boat, and so cardboard always drives the boat and gets me up close to the ladder <laughs> so I can jump onto the ladder. And then one time I went to go jump on the boat, and he said it was an accident. He said I jumped wrong. I think he's bullshitting. But the boat moved and I fucking missed it. And I like to have a heart attack trying to get back up on the boat. Mm-mm. That's that's yeah. That's a deep phobia. You probably need to go see somebody about that phobia. They could probably help you with that. Well, that's like that dream I told you I had. Which one? About the alligator. I, I haven't heard this dream. Yes, you have. Because you talk, You said, well, that tells me deep down what you feel about our relationship. Well, did you fed me to an alligator? No. We were out. At, I had a dream we were out at this lake or something. Some kind of water. And you were already in this, like, canoe. Like a little small, like a rowboat of some kind. Mm-hmm. And you were like, you're right up next to the shore, and you're like, well, I can't get any closer. You're going to have to come out in the water just a little bit to get up in the boat with me. And I was like freaking out, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. I said, but there's alligators in this fucking water, 
And if I see one, I'm going to freak out and you know it. And you're like, well, you're not going to see one. And then as I started going out in the water toward the boat, you started paddling away from me. Oh, shit. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, to the point now, I was like, well, the boat's closer than the shore. So I might as well keep going after the boat. And I was like yelling at you and you're like, no, come on. It's fine. It's fine. And then a fucking alligator came up in the water in between me and you and the boat. And I, I remember yelling at you, see, I fucking told you, I told you. And he came toward me and I, I was able to like kind of swat it away. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't know where it went and I like started freaking out and then that's when I woke up. And I, I woke up. I do not remember you telling me about this dream. I woke up pissed off at you. Oh my gosh, I was mad. <laughs> I'm like, I, nope, that solved it. I'm never. Mm. I would never do that to you. That's That sounds terrible. Okay, let's go back even further. When we still lived in Waco. Mm-hmm. And we went down to the river. I was a nervous fucking wreck. When I got in the river. When you were letting the kids get in the river. Oh, that time. When they were jumping off underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was like... Oh, when we went kayaking. Yeah, I would yeah. like to have a fucking panic attack. You never articulated that, or I would have told them not to. I asked you not to let them go swimming, but you did it anyway. <laughs> he didn't. He was not. He was not that. He wasn't. Mm, yes, it did. He he didn't make it that clear that he was so terrified <laughs> that our children were going to get eaten by alligators. He did not tell me this. He was just like, no, I don't think they should go swimming. I was like, oh no, no but they, you know, it's it, they we would like to, and it was it's not a big deal, and yeah. Yep, that was a bad time. You were two inches above the water. You would have gotten eaten by an alligator too. No, because they would have gone for the easier prey in the water. <laughs> the prey that's splashing around over by the shore um so elvira did you hear about elvira about how she's been in a lesbian relationship for 19 years 19 years who i mean we all knew that elvira was an ally but that much of an ally she is like our mom like her and dolly parton are the patron saints of all, all that is good. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, in, in the dichotomy of Elvira and, and Dolly Parton, it would be like, do you remember that uh, WWE match with um, um, Undertaker and um, Hart? Uh, not Hart. Um, Bret Hart? Not Bret Hart. Oh, my gosh. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Where... Uh, Undertaker came from the depths, and, and Shawn Michaels was, came, from the, came from the heavens. It would be like Elvira coming from down here, and, and Dolly Parton coming from above, and then teaming up and being sisters. I want to see that movie. I want to see <laughs> that movie where Elvira and Dolly Parton are sisters, and they solve crimes together or something. That would be awesome. But Elvira being in a lesbian relationship for the night for the last nineteen years is great. You know, it, it, it's awesome. But Elvira's girlfriend not starting every single conversation with, hey, guess who my girlfriend is, shows the kind of restraint that I wish I had well, in my life. Who would believe her anyway? <laughs> Nobody. She probably did tell people, and people probably told her, whatever. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> Elvira's not your bin. girlfriend. <laughs> I'd like Elvira to be my girlfriend. That woman still looks good. What is she, like 60, 65 now? I don't care. I see how she looks. Uh, I don't care either. Ooh, like I said, her, her and Dolly are, are the, the patron saints of of all that is good <laughs> in this world. <laughs> um, 
so I've got two things on my list, and both of them bother me a lot, and I want to talk about them so that they'll bother me less. Okay. Tiger King 2. They're going to do a second season of Tiger King, and I can't understand why. Well, I can't understand how, because he's... And like like you were saying, unless they've got some <coughs> footage that they haven't released yet. Or maybe like some prison interviews or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But. I bet they're going to go over... He wanted Trump to pardon him. Yeah. And so I bet that's going to... Stop it. I bet that's going to be a big part of the, <laughs> of the second season. He's trying to lick me on the TikTok. <laughs> um, I bet that's going to be a big part of the second season of Tiger King is him trying to get a pardon from Trump and then not getting it and how mad he is. Because that's going to be really funny. I'm sorry, that, that whole situation was funny. That he thought that Trump was going to pardon him. I'm actually surprised that Trump didn't pardon him. Yeah. Well, there was no benefit in it for him. He likes stuff that makes headlines, though. Yeah, All that, news that is would have made that would have made headlines. Yeah, that, sure. that would have been like clout for him, and he he would have enjoyed that. Um, so, if you guys have any ideas about what might be in Tiger King season two, let me know. Um, also, the second thing that bothers me, they're doing an, a Mario movie. Mario. Like Mario, like Mario and Luigi. Oh, okay. Like a car. I thought it was going to be live action, which was going to really piss me off. But it's a cartoon, which pisses me off a little less. But Chris Pratt is going to be Mario. And Charlie Day is going to be Luigi. You know, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. Charlie, the one that you hate, he's going to be Luigi. And then... Like, just voice acting? Yes. Well, I mean, it just depends on how good their voice is. I mean, to play for that part. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. Chris Pratt is going to butcher that Italian accent. I mean, it's already butchered anyway. It's already a, already a stereotype anyway. But I have a feeling they're just going to make it worse. And it's going to be even more of a caricature. And it's going to be super offensive to Italians. Chris Pratt is, he's kind of universally known as the worst Chris anyway. He, he's got some dealings with the, he, he's got very close ties to an extremely homophobic church. And um, so I'm not like super pleased with Chris Pratt anyway, but I also just can't imagine him doing justice to Mario because there's, I, I'm not sure if, he, if he's ever played Mario. There was a news article that came out earlier that he was like, yeah, I've never played these games. So how how is he gonna like? How have you lived life without ever playing a Mario game? Exactly, exactly. So I like I don't know if he could even do it justice, not having that in his background. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key is in it. That makes no sense. Um, oh, uh, Jack Black is uh, Jack Black is in it. Um, I can only stand so much of him. I fucking love Jack. Black. He's he gets too over the top, and I'm just like. To me, with him, if somebody you can tell that they're really trying hard to be funny, mm-hmm. it just comes off as irritating and stupid. I, no, I understand. I have stuff that bothers me like that, you too. Know. But now, my favorite Jack Black moment, and I, I can remember leading up to it, I was like tense. I was like nervous. So I was like, oh my gosh, how horrible is this going to be? When he sang the national anthem at that WNBA game. Oh, I know. And then he sang that, and I was just like, holy shit. That just goes from you not being a fan of Jack Black and not realizing what a good voice he has. He he is a legitimate singer. He is 
I mean, he, he knows what he's doing. Well, that's like Rodney Carrington. Yeah, Rodney Carrington's got a damn good voice. If he wouldn't have been a, com- a comedian, he could have easily been a freaking singer because he's mm-hmm. really good. Really good. Yeah, the, do- the dogs are fighting over the new dog toy we got them. I'm glad they're playing with it, though. Yeah. I wasn't sure that they were going to. <laughs> that's better than him eating my socks, which is what he's been doing. Right. Um, Mike Lindell is advertising on Fox again. He pulled his ads because they weren't conservative enough for him. He got mad at them and pulled all his ads. And he lost so much revenue that he had to put them back on. <laughs> he got mad at Fox News because Fox would not air his conspiracy. He was going to pay for an ad, basically like a like a, a 10 minute ad on Fox News where he talked about how the election was stolen. And Fox News refused to air it. They're like, no, we're not, we're not dipping into this nonsense. We're already getting sued for a billion dollars by Dominion. We're not dealing with you. Right. And, and so he pulled all his ads, and now, because he lost so much revenue from pulling the ads, he's decided to go back and start playing nice. Yeah, that's just... I don't have anything else to say about that. I just think it's funny that he got, he got egg on his face. What else she got over there? Uh, movies. Ah, yes. We need to go see some movies. I want to go see a movie. We need to go see a movie. I want to go see Ten Rings. Maybe we could do that in the morning. But I do want to go see Ten Rings at some point soon. Yeah, heck yeah. And I was reading a thing. I didn't realize, you know, because I'm always, I get stuck on those um, things. Like, I'll, like I'm, when I'm scrolling through Facebook, mm-hmm. I always... You know, they tend to throw stuff up there that you always clicking on. Yeah. And I'm always clicking on something Marvel. If I see something Marvel, I'm clicking on reading it. And it's always about the, like, it'll say, like, the strongest, the 20 or the 50 strongest characters in the Marvel Universe that have been in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw one I really enjoyed because it, it ranked them based off of their characters in Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. And then it re-ranked them again based off of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a lot of it changes, right. right? But, like, the guy that from the Ten Rings, he was, like, as far as, like, the MCU is concerned, they've got, the one I saw had him ranked, like, number four. Damn. With when he's got the rings. I have But heard. it said that he's also, that this guy, without the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. he's still considered considered one of the most dangerous people on the planet. Well, <clears throat> just speaking about the movie itself, I have heard nothing but good things about the movie. I haven't had or heard any anything bad about it. I've heard that it's awesome. But I, if it's great movie, great. If it's not, it's fine too because I, I'm mostly going for the popcorn, the pickle, and the coke. He likes to have a pickle in his mouth. Shut up. Especially one of those big fat pickles. Like you get at the movie theaters, he likes to eat eat those. Wait, like do the, that again. He likes to have the like the Wait, juice. No, no. Make them, like like yeah, that, yeah, and, like have the ju- like having the juice going down your chin and stuff, and like he likes that, and that's like that's. <laughs> Flare my nostrils at you, woman. <laughs> Flare your nostrils all you want, but I've seen you eat a pickle. You've got some skill there. <laughs> yeah, and then like I had a pickle that was like. 
about that long one day at the theater and I was holding the end of you so let me have a bite and next thing I know your lips touch my hand I, we all have talents dear <laughs> we all have talents and that's one of mine and you know, there's there's no shame in that at all because it's it's why we're married <laughs> Don't lie. You know that's why we're married. <laughs> that's why we've stayed married. We need to stop talking about dirty stuff on the top on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I do want to go see a movie. Yes. I don't really care what it is. Uh, I did see that we have an IMAX. I wonder if it's showing an IMAX. Ooh, we could check and find out. That'd be cool. Yeah, we we found a new part of town today, and it's a really cool part of town. Yeah. It's like there's, there's like a there there was an Italian restaurant over there, it was like Cochino Italiano or something. Yeah, it's probably uh, super expensive. Yeah, it's probably three hundred dollars a plate, but I don't even care. I want to go there. Uh, yeah, we went through, <clears throat> went past the neighborhood and said we ought to take the kids trick or treating over there. They probably don't give out candy. They probably hand out twenties <laughs> or hundreds. Right. <laughs> um. Let's see. We talked about all almost all of my stuff. Oh, did you hear that Nicolas Cage got kicked out of a restaurant for being drunken in public? No, I did not. Yes. He was not wearing a mask. He was wearing flip-flops, and those were both requirements of the restaurant that he be in proper footwear and also wear a mask. And he was drunk off his ass, and he was insulting the wait staff, and they kicked him out. Well, good. He ain't above him. He ain't, he ain't nobody special. I feel bad for him because he's like this, this weird, chaotic tornado that just does whatever the fuck he wants to do and i you know and i respect that as far as like movies are concerned but then he's got such a tumultuous personal life and i really kind of feel bad for him because of that he can't seem to get his personal life together he's been married like five times his most recent wife he was married to her this i think in february of this year and she's like 26 which is way too young for him but Anyway, I love Nick Cage, and I hope he gets his life together because he's awesome. So what else we got? AWE is a valid competitor to WWE is one of the things I We've got to figure out how I can start watching that. Yes. Because, like, one of my favorite characters in a long time has been what Bray Wyatt has gone to. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't take that actual Fiend character over. But he can take that energy. But he's got a different mask he's already shown. Did you eat all those little... And then they're supposed to... Dude. He's supposed to be showing up soon over there. Mm-hmm. Did you eat all of them? <laughs> so... And he's going to show up over there, and a bunch of other big names have already showed up over there. there I've heard rumors, too, that... They said they're not actively looking for a buyer, mm-hmm. but if the right buyer with the right price comes along, they're, they are in a position right now that they are more than willing to sell. What, AEW? WWE. WWE, oh my gosh. AEW is, I remember when they first came on the scene, I was reading a lot of articles uh, from, oh my gosh, uh, John Cheese used to write for Cracked.com. And he he follows wrestling, like he's deep in deep into it, right? And he was one of the first ones that that clocked AEW as a serious competitor for WWE. 
because they were coming in with new stuff and new storylines and new writers and they weren't constrained by the fact that Vince McMahon thinks he knows better than everybody. Yeah. They actually have people who... And, and they have people... The people who own AEW grew up as wrestling fans. Yeah. They didn't grow up as the son of the guy who owns it or anything like that. You know, they, they grew up watching wrestling and knowing what makes a compelling storyline. Yeah. And then they came in with all the money and created their own thing that modeled what they wanted to see. And it's turned into this beautiful thing. But they're they're doing stuff that they don't allow on WWE. They're doing uh, like the tombstone, the pile drivers. They they still do pile, pile drivers on AEW. They'll do that until somebody's neck gets broken. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm sure it's it's. Because in the last what 10, 15 years, there's only been two people that've been allowed to do a pile driver of any kind. And it's it's Undertaker and and Kane, and Kane because they're the big tombstone enough to handle. Yeah, driver. They're big enough to handle whoever they're they're doing that to, but. I mean, these guys are coming out, and it's it's Attitude Era stuff is what's coming out of AEW. And that yeah. was, that was like, the golden age of wrestling for WWE. Well, you had a whole lot of big names. And then now, is there's just... There, there's just not. And, and I see so many of the guys that they... They're, they're, they're giving pushes to. Mm-hmm. But they're not giving the right kind of push to, because like one of my favorite guys in right now is a guy named he's a Hispanic guy named Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. And if you look him up after we do this, you can look him up, and he's got that look where he could be he could be a monster heel, mm-hmm. but he's a baby face and he plays the part really well. But if they made him just his look, they could play off of that more mm-hmm. to be more of a threatening presence to other people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and when you look him up, you'll see what I'm talking about. But he's... I, I really like his character and what they're doing with him. But, I mean, just to let people go like Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman and Daniel Bryan, I mean... They're hurting. But see, the thing is, AEW is throwing money at these wrestlers. Trying to get throwing them Throwing money. And offering them things like healthcare, which WWE never offered. Well, see, that's just like I was seeing a thing. I was reading an article today about uh, an AEW event somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they said the main complaint that a lot of people had there that was in attendance was the piss-poor performance of the arena mm-hmm. as far as, like, concessions and everything because they were... It ended up being because they were, like, grossly understaffed. Mm-hmm. But the reason they were understaffed at that event, because it was AEW. They had no idea, no plans, no expectations of it being a complete 100% sellout crowd. Mm-hmm. They because were not, it was AEW. It was they, AEW. They, were not they were not expecting it, and they it was a sellout. And then yeah. they were just like, holy shit, we're not prepared for this. Yeah. You know? AEW has come on the scene and they have just just been slapping things down hard and fast. Makes you wonder how much, how many times though Vince has already made offers to bomb. Because that's what he does he when people start. He didn't take them seriously at first, and they've got too much money for him to buy. Yeah. Because the people that if if I'm 
I'll have to go back and, and make sure that I'm telling you this correctly, but I believe the guy that did this has got like Saudi oil money and that's where his money is coming from. So he's basically got just a Scrooge McDuck level vault in his backyard just full of money that he's throwing at this thing. He doesn't give a shit what Vince McMahon wants to do. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of money it's going to take to take him down. Well, it's working. That's the thing. It's working. Um, what have you got? We covered most of the stuff. I'm almost I'm almost out of stuff to talk um, about. Oh. <laughs> talk about the... The other horrible attempt... I hate to go back to politics again. But the horrible attempt... Another attempt, sorry, of Republicans trying to rewrite history yet again. Mm-hmm. And with Miss Kaylee McEnany. Oh, <laughs> she tweeted she tweeted something out the other day showing crime statistics. And she was trying to make a point that crime has gone up under uh, Joe Biden's presidency. And she tweeted out the number of crimes per year. And there was the a huge, huge spike. It was a 30% increase. 30% increase. Yeah, and she was like, oh my gosh. This is under Joe Biden, and, and this is what's happened, and crime has gone up so much. But if you look at the year, tell them what the year was. Yeah, 2020. I wonder who was president in 2020. Hmm. Let's think real hard. Wasn't Joe Biden. It was the other guy. And you can hear our dogs in the background. They're playing. <laughs> this, this is, like, super sensitive, too. It's picking up everything. Yeah. So, That's fine. The dogs are having fun. Yeah, they're fine. They're okay. They're sweet dogs. One of them likes to be held like a baby. Like, you hold him like a little baby and rock him. Every now and then, I can get him up in my lap, and I can just kind of sit him like I want my stomach, mm-hmm. and tell him, you want your baby loves? And he'll actually roll over onto his back, so I'm holding him like a baby and rub his belly. <laughs> you're so sweet. Yes, you so- Oh, there you are, my baby. This is my baby. You want to get on camera? You don't look like your- you're- you look like your camera shine. We've got him just off there, so whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, he's coming. Hey, come here. Come here. Come here. Come there here. he is. There's my baby. He was on there for a second. <laughs> he's got an underbite, can you tell? He's got this cute little underbite. You're blocking mama. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back up, bud. Um, Cuba will be fully immunized. 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 Immunized by December 31st. What cracks me up is that people like to point at Cuba and say, this is why socialism will never work. It's because look at Cuba. The only reason Cuba is struggling, even in the slightest, is because America has sanctions on it because it's socialist. We're punishing them for doing well. We're punishing them for having a system that works for them. We make our, we, we do a good enough job making ourselves look bad. We don't need other people doing it too. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, Cuba is going to be completely fully immunized by the beginning of next year, which is pretty cool because we can't even get what sixty percent of our people immunized, and we need eighty percent. No, we're, we're over sixty, I think. I, I think I think they said seventy-five percent of Americans, adults, have had their first shot, which is not full immunization. All right. And you need a minimum of seventy-five to what eighty percent to get herd immunity. I think they shoot for like 75. But um, I, herd immunity is a myth anyway. I don't believe in it. 
see. Somebody's going to have to prove to me that herd immunity actually works without killing off everybody that was going to die anyway. Because well, that's, that's kind what of herd immunity. Yeah, that's what herd immunity is. Oh, and <laughs> speaking of everybody dying off. Um, the reason that Fox News has changed their tune on everybody getting vaccinated is because so many Republicans are dying because they're refusing to get vaccinated that they're losing voters. They're losing viewers and they're losing voters because all these people are dying. Because Trump came out and was like, don't get the vaccine. And then they realized, oh shit. And now he's cut, turned around in the 180, and he's like, "Yo, you need to get the vaccine, personal freedoms, but get the vaccine." Like, like who's the guy that always goes to the rallies and like trolls them? Um, uh, Jordan Klepper. <laughs> he's talking to that guy who's like, "So you don't believe in working with the government or anything?" No. And he's talking about paying his taxes. And he said, "He said, well, yeah." So, well, you're kind of working with the government that way. Well, yeah. And he says, "Oh, and what about that that uh, that fund that everybody's getting every month?" If you're not going to work with the government, you're giving that back too, right? And the guy just like had nothing to say. Yeah, he was like, he was like, uh. Uh, no. <laughs> and then we're talking about working with the government. They didn't, they don't. I don't co-parent with the government. Was there was what they yeah. were saying? But this was at a school board rally, and they're like, "Well, you send your kids to public school, right?" And they're like, "Yeah." So, well, that means you're kind of co-parenting with the government, right? And he was like, "Uh, no." He didn't have a real good answer for it. <laughs> Because honestly, if you're not going to co-parent with the government, you need to homeschool your kids because otherwise you're co-parenting with the government. Okay, stop. Good grief. Now they're fighting in the background. That's really loud. <laughs> Good grief. I don't have anything else to talk about. Well, I, I know there, whole, was a, there was an interesting conversation that you had, and I never really thought about it that way. But it's when I was talking the other day about... When I spent probably be an hour going through uh, Netflix and Peacock and Hulu, and I mean, just could not find anything to watch. And I did that like three days, three or four days last week. And every time I went back to one thing, mm-hmm. end up going back to watching The Office again, just because I know I like the show. Mm-hmm. But there. I'm trying to, I can't remember how you worded it about why I was doing that. It's an anxiety response. Because when you're anxious about something, your brain needs something familiar to, to go back to. And that's why a lot of people with anxiety disorders and generalized anxiety disorders will watch something. They'll binge watch something like The Office or um, name a show that you binge watch. And they'll do it over and over and over again because there's no surprises. And so your brain is not shocked. Your brain is comfortable because it knows what to expect. So it calms your anxiety down. So it's a way of self-medicating and getting that dopamine rush that you need to calm yourself down. Because the only show I've really ever binge-watched multiple times is... uh, Punisher. Well, other than Punisher. Forgot about that one. Yeah, I've watched that one several times. Is the one I can't even think of the name of the one with Raymond Reagan? Uh, Blacklist. Blacklist. Oh my God, I love that freaking show. He's so good at that role. That's like that role was made for him. Yeah, I freaking love that show. I've watched it so many times. Raymond Reddington is the best. But I mean, the only reason that I stopped watching the show is because it kind of became repetitive. It, it was about the same thing all the time, and I I, I can only handle so much of that. Um, I can handle repetitiveness 
if it's me going back and watching a show that I've watched before and I'm watching the same episodes that I've seen before, but if it's repetitive because they don't know what else to write about, I have I, I can't handle that. Yeah. Because it's just enough different that it throws my brain off, but it's the same, and my brain wants to think it's the same. So I don't I don't like it. That's the only reason that I haven't that I've stopped watching that show. Hmm. I still like it. They're supposed to be back for another season. Yeah. I need to get live TV again. We don't have live TV anymore because mm-hmm. I cut the cord. We have all the streaming services that you can ask for, but we don't have any live TV. <laughs> That's okay because Vaughn starts his new job on Monday. On Monday. On Monday. That's kind of poggers. That is very poggers. I've been told that poggers... Okay, so one kid tells me that it's okay to use the word poggers, and the other kid is extremely embarrassed when I do. So, the word poggers is just I know. I know what it means. But I'm not allowed to use it. Your brother told me I can't use it anymore. Nah, you can use it. So, see, I've been given permission by one kid, and I've been told I can't use it by the other kid. So, really, I just have to, like, code switch. <laughs> use it depending on who is uh, in the vicinity, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> if we're both there, just start I'll, yeah, I'll use just to aggravate them. Well, that, that's what you're supposed to do. You aggravate your kids by adding an S, an unnecessary S, to the end of uh, words, like your Fortnites and your Minecrafts and yeah. your Mario Brothers. Well, Mario Brothers has an S on the end of it, but you know, your Nintendos. 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 It used to irritate the shit out of me when I was a kid when, like, Dad would do that, but now I get it. Your kids and your damn Nintendos. <laughs> I'm wondering why parents think that it's like video games that make children violent. Uh, there has whenever, there's, whenever you could uh, not allow any like violent games for your child to be played, that, like, allow them to play like stuff like Minecraft. Like it's obviously fiction. It's doesn't have any blood in it. Yeah, so what he was asking, for those of you that couldn't hear, is why do parents think that uh, video games are going to cause their kids to be violent? Um, That started with Tipper Gore. Um, Well, it started before that, but she was the one, when she was vice president, she took that on as her big thing um, where she was going to end violence in children. And she decided that video games were the cause of it and decided to have this big campaign against video games and they did study after study after study after study, and there is no link between video games and violence. But they were kept doing studies to try to prove that there was. Yes, and they kept proving them wrong. But mm. that didn't stop them. That didn't stop them from, you know... Kind of like proving the election was stolen. <laughs> I remember hearing something about, like, uh, most games actually make children, like, more peaceful and whatnot. Well, it's a way violent. of getting out your aggression without actually doing anything harmful. That, that's what they that's what they found out with all these studies is that you're getting out the aggression that you need to get out and you're not harming anybody to do it so it's it's a it's a release it is it's a good outlet. release yeah so well we have aggravated stuff and go get online and kill some zombies to make you feel better yeah what did, what did what is my way of doing that getting on Facebook and arguing with people that's what I do yeah I know you enjoy that <laughs> Mom enjoys going on Facebook and arguing about anything. Yeah, I do. Like, should children be able to breathe? No, here's my study on why. <laughs> no more children in 
No more children, and now there's no more children you know you're like 20 feet away from the microphone if it picks you up i'll be shocked (laughs) so anyway well we have reached the end of the podcast i do believe because we are at an hour if you've made it this far thank you so much thank you so much for joining us thank you for joining our tiktok live we have enjoyed having you here come back and see us again next week you got anything you want to add i was just saying it said nobody said that magas are bright that's true (laughs) (laughs) and i agree the deadpool three yes you you can never get too much deadpool that's true i'm sorry i i could just that's the movies i've watched over and over yeah those are your comfort movies but still quote deadpool word for word i mean but still that the best part my favorite part of any of the deadpool so far is in deadpool one when they're going after francis at the end Mm mm-hmm and you see Colossus, the big dude. You see Deadpool, and then this little girl walking next to him. And she's the scariest looking one of the three. Yep. I like that. Negasonic, she's a sc- And after all that crap, I mean, this when Angel fired, knocked Colossus on his ass and hurt him. I mean, you think about that whole fight that they had, and he barely did anything to her. And Negasonic does one move on her, knocks her up against a uh, storage container thing and busts her nose open mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like... Like, holy crap. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she did She did look like the scariest one out of the yeah. movie, that's for sure. So, um, all right. Well, again, we have reached the end of the podcast. Thank you for I joining know. us. We'll have more next week, I promise. Yep, we'll try again. We'll have more stuff to talk about as well. And my new job and how it's turning out. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah. So, all right. If it is bad, it got me here, and I can always look for something else. That's true. It's very true. So. Well, wish us luck this week. We're starting on a new adventure, so it should be fun. New, Closed one chapter of my life and open up a new one. That's right. Start a new one. We'll see how it goes. Well, I'm glad you're with me. It's been it's been a rough, what, three months? Yeah. It's been a rough three months because we've been apart for three months. So that's been, that's been kind of, I've only been yep. seeing him like once every two weeks. If that. Yeah. And it's only been for a couple of days here and there. Yeah. So, it was almost like you were OTR again. It sucked. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye.